Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We welcome the word of the Lord in the house today. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Hallelujah. Speak to us, Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. Sometimes we come to the church, we want to know how the world's going to end and all about this and all about that, but sometimes you just need to trust God to give you the word. Yes, that you need for the hour. Mm. I don't know about you, but my brain ain't that big. I can't handle too many thoughts at one time. Give me the thought I need. Give me today my daily bread. Hallelujah, what I need right now. Uh Uh-huh. It's a messed up life when you believe good and evil exist. Your brain is already split into two. Can somebody hear me this morning? If you're entertaining two thoughts, good and evil, split. Yes, if you're entertaining two women, split. (laughs) One is outside, one is inside. So it can't be good and evil. It can't be a good day and a bad day. You know, you got to... You got to pick one or you're going to be divided. Uh, Are you going to develop some sort of a um, multiple personality, which some of you do possess? (laughs) That means you're moody. (laughs) Uh, I I thought I saw you in heaven this morning. (laughs) But I see you in hell. How you have fallen from heaven, O Lucifer. Hallelujah. Let me stay on the good side. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Paul said, a verse or so right before this one. He says, people ask with the, you know, when we are raised, what kind of body will we have? You know, the, the things that we ponder on, you know. What kind of body will we have? What kind of body will the dead come back with? And um, Paul says, you know, th- th- that's foolish. What you, what you sow, what you plant is not what comes up. And then we get this verse here that says, what you sow... When you sow, you do not plant the body that will be, but just a seed, perhaps of wheat or something else. So, you, you know, you, you plant a seed or you plant uh, a little scythe or something, and it, it gets bigger, and it's not the same thing. And so, you know, many times we understand that the coming of the kingdom of heaven and all that, we're going to be just like we are now. But that is not true. Jesus says this, this we do know. He says we will be like the angels. Yes, and you know why angels are angels? Because they don't marry. (laughs) Mm. He says there'll be no marriages in heaven. That's an earthly thing, you know. So quit trying to make a heavenly thing out of an earthly thing. 
Yes. There are no marriages in heaven. We will be like the angels. First uh, Corinthians chapter 15 says, around verse 55, it says, you know, that uh, when Christ comes, that, you know, the dead will be raised first. And we who are still alive will be changed. We will change the uh, perishable with the imperishable. So we will change. We'll have a different body. We won't have these bodies. Yes. Won't have these bodies no more. Now I'm going somewhere this morning. I'm not going to the end of the world right yet. But I'm going somewhere. I want us to understand this concept that what is to come is so much greater than what we have right now. These bodies and these looks that we have right now, what is to come is so much greater. Yes? So don't judge the person sitting next to you by their shortness or their height or, or their face. You don't know what they're going to look like in the next life, you know. It's not that you can marry them anyway, but you don't know what they might look like. Because Jesus says you can plant this little small mustard seed and it becomes this huge tree. Yes? And then you can plant a big watermelon seed or a pumpkin seed and it don't get very big. This little mustard seed so big that birds rest in its branches. So you better not judge the person next to you. Not in this life or the life to come. You know, you don't know who they'll be in the life to come, but you won't know who they'll be next week. This person you look down on might be your boss tomorrow. So, what kind of body will we have? I had this other most interesting thought. What will heaven be like? So, you know, we know it's got streets of gold, pure gold, not, not this polluted gold that most of you pay so much money for. It's pure gold, like transparent glass, clear as crystal. So y'all got polluted jewelry, you know, it's, it's, that, that gold-looking stuff in there. That's pollution. It's, According to heaven, you know. <laughs> That's it ain't going to be worth nothing up there, you know. They say, get that away from me. Don't want that. Because the Bible says pure gold, like transparent glass. That's some strange gold. Huh? That's some strange gold. So there's gold in heaven, but don't look like the gold of earth. Oh, Even the gold gets resurrected. Hmm? Even the gold gets washed by the blood of the Lamb. So them humans just held on to me so much and they just, they caressed me so much it turned my skin yellow. But thanks be to the blood of Jesus. <laughs> I'm transparent now. The way I was in the beginning. But I had this most interesting thought. What is heaven going to be like? And oh boy, huh? You ever had a thought that just, you ever go to Port of Spain or somewhere like, you know, well, some places like St. James, I suppose, never sleep. At least they say they don't until the uh, state of emergency comes. Um, 
But have you ever been to town in the middle of the night or something, you know, or early Sunday morning? Early Sunday morning is the best time to go to see cities, you know, because nobody's out, you know, except church people. But everything dead. You realize that? Everything dead. And then all at once, you know, come rush hour, where'd all this traffic come from? It's like, who brought all those cars to Trinidad? Hmm? Yes. I can, I can remember when I first come to Trinidad, right? Back in 2000, when I come to Trinidad, yes? The, uh, the highway going to San Fernando, you could actually, old people could actually walk across the highway, you know. Hmm? Seriously, old people could walk across the highway. See, I've, I've been in Trinidad a long time, you know. In the year 2000, right? That main highway. What's the name of the highway? Uh-uh, Wanda San Fernando. Solomon? Anybody else got a name for it? I've heard that road called all kinds of names, you know. But old people could walk across that road, take their time, not worry about getting run over. <laughs> as, as years went on, huh? <laughs> Only faster people could run across. <laughs> but anyway, I had one of these thoughts that just, huh? It just, I mean, it just, you ever had a thought and just all this traffic comes to your brain? Anybody ever have a thought like that? That's why some people don't like to go to churches that make them think. Because they're pretty good in their religion. Don't give me nothing to make me think, you know. Jesus is Lord. Yes. The streets are gold. Right? Don't be talking that, about that clear stuff. Streets are gold. <laughs> don't give me nothing to make me think, you know. So you, you have these thoughts and it's like, all this traffic comes to your brain, and you begin to ponder on things. Anybody ever have that? You know, that's actually, that's not bad, you know. Yes. It's good, at least if you're going in the right direction. But anyway, I had one of these, these thoughts this week the Lord gave me. And it's like, okay, what's heaven going to be like? I said, hmm, I wonder if we have cars. Yes. And then all at once I saw Abraham, and Abraham said, what's a car? <laughs> so I go to things like cell phones, you know. And Isaac picks up the cell phone. He says, a mirror. Wow. <laughs> and so it's like, are we going to go back to horse and buggy days? See, some of you don't even know how to ride a horse. Hmm? How are we going to get around up there? Are we, we going to fly? Are we going to have wings? How, how's all that going to happen? But this is the point. This is the point. You know, when we think of heaven, we want to think of it from an earthly standpoint. But whose earthly standpoint? My earthly standpoint? Huh? Or Peter's earthly standpoint? Or Abraham's earthly standpoint? Or who knows how long 
the world might last from their standpoint. How peculiar would the world look? And if you go back to the days when horse and buggy and you got to carry your own water and all that stuff, you know. So we look at things from these earthly perspectives. And if you just take that thought with you, you can have a whole lot of fun with it, you know. You just think about, you know, what will buildings look like? Huh? And how many times, I mean, how many times will Esau walk into the glass before he realizes, glass, what's that? <laughs> you know, because I had a vision one time of these glass buildings, you know, they're all glass. So how many times, how many times is uh, uh, the 12 tribes going to walk into the glass for them? Whoa. Magic. So our, our concepts of what things are is earthly. And so Paul said we shouldn't look at things like that. You shouldn't even look at tomorrow like that. Because you're only a seed of who you're going to be. And in our, in our feebleness and in our fear, because fear makes us forget we knew God, you know. See, sometimes you say, Lord, I'm sorry I forgot you. You didn't forget him. Fear rose up in, him, in you and took you off. And so the fear was predominant, so you forgot God. God was there. You didn't forget him, but fear was speaking louder than the presence of God. So, you know, if you're only a seed of tomorrow, a seed of what your future is to be. Now, I know some of you, you know, you like security. So you're going to take your seed and you're going to put it in a nice box called a house. And you don't want to be in there with yourself. So you're going to put a, a husband's seed or a wife's seed and, and some little children's seed in this box to protect the seed. When the seed is meant to be sown. And how many of us know that when a seed is sown, it dies? And until you die to what you are, you can never become who you are supposed to be. Now, for, I don't know, two or three months I've been saying, somebody help me die. Help me die. So I come to the house this morning, and somebody's dying with die. I'm not going to say why. Somebody help me die. That's, you know. The... And see, some of you are so worried about dyeing your hair and not dying to your hair. You're worried about dyeing your hair and preserving the seed because you don't want to die. So you, you don't want to die. So rather than, Lord, help me die, you say, friend, help me die. 
Now, I know a seed needs to be dry before you, you plant it in the ground, but some of you, your seeds are shriveling up, you know. The seed is getting old. I'm not even sure it's going to produce anything if you don't hurry up and put it in the ground. So not only, not only, you know, we don't really know a lot about heaven and we don't know what's going to be the, uh, you know, we don't, we don't know how beautiful that's going to be up there. I don't know. Maybe, maybe in heaven we got modern cities and then we can just, maybe we can just have to, uh, these time capsule chariots that move us from one period. We could go, we could go live with Abraham a while and milk a goat, you know, and, uh, you know. Or Abraham could come to us and, and go to the, you know, the supermarket. Whoa. You know. Um, but even in this life, you're just a seed of who you're called to be. But the seed has to be planted and it has to die. But we're so worried about dying. We say, if I die, I might not get married. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's, that's Charlie Chapman. Uh, so we say, you know, I, I don't know. My, my life is passing by. Seed talking, you know. I don't know if I'm ready. Mm, the soul is gritty, you know. I, I, I don't know if I'm ready to die yet. <laughs> and so so we, we, we do all these things, you know. You know, the seed goes to the eye doctor. Help me see. But you're supposed to be dying, you know. <clears throat> huh? And here, here you look like Mr. Peanut with glasses on, you know. And then let's don't forget the dyed hair and any other aspects that might be uh, showing some sign that we are not a new seed. <clears throat> no, you, you, got, you, got to, you got to quit trying to hold on to this life. Jesus says if you try to save your life, you'll lose it. You know, but if you lose it, it means if you die, huh? if you die. I remember several, not too many years ago, a few years ago, my, uh, they had my father in a, a nursing home. And so he got to a place where he couldn't breathe good, so they had this oxygen thing on him. And my father is very fearful. You look up fear in the Bible. I mean, you look up fear in the dictionary, you're going to see a picture of my father. So, he had this oxygen mask on, you know. And so, I mean, he done got addicted to this thing. I don't have to do nothing. <laughs> he just breathes on it. So. so, the nurses come in. They say, let's take it off a few minutes. No! I'm exaggerating just, just a little. Uh, no! It's not funny when you tell the truth, you know. 
<laughs> so he said, no! And says, okay, okay, okay. So he takes it off. <laughs> it took a week before my father would finally... <gasps> And so he finally got where he was breathing with it off, but it's sitting right here. They said, you can have it right here. But he's going to take it to the bathroom with him, you know. Here's the seed walking around with this oxygen tank, you know. <laughs> but the reality is we do that with life. We, we, we hold on to it so tight. And you can't. Listen, I don't care what house you put yourself in. I don't care how healthy you eat. I don't care what butter you stay away from. I don't care what stressful people you stay away from. You're still dying. You're dying if you're on the treadmill. You're dying if you're in bed. You're dying if you're at work. You can't stop it. You can stop the clock, but you can't stop the ticking. But here's the thing. If you, if you stay in this life so long and you try to preserve yourself, before long, there's nothing to be planted. You just dry up and blow away. Maybe it was some hope on, from heaven. But then when you get to heaven, the Lord says, what did you do in your life? I, I preserved myself. <laughs> huh? Huh? And, and, and that's one of the visions we have all the way back in the book of Daniel with the statue. You know, there was the head of gold and then there was the chest, you know, of silver and then there was the, the uh, thighs of, of, of bronze and the legs of iron and then those toes, they wasn't sure if they was iron or clay and then there's this rock that was cut out of the mountain who is Christ, who's cut out of nothing. He hits the statue and it falls and it just, and that's us. That's us. You have to let go. And you don't have much control in this life. You trust God, you let go, because we're only a seed of what we are to become. Yes. Don't hang around in this life and just be a miserable old seed. I don't know what life's all about. Here you are with your glasses and your dyed peanut head. I don't know what. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if God's real. I don't know. You're still dying. And you're not dying very nice, you know. You got to let go. You got to let go. <clears throat> Here's an interesting fact that you may not realize. You know, we come from a line of believers or supposed to be believers from the Old Testament, Jewish people. And they believed their God was in the temple. But even Solomon knew that God, and God spoke to him and says, you know, really can't fit into this little thing, you know. Some of you didn't get that. There's a temple on earth. So the 
magnificent gold, white marble, all this stuff. And, and so God says, can I dwell in that? Hmm? It's like you trying to fit in a matchbox. Hmm? But okay, let's pretend. So, so you got the, you got the temple, you got the, the sacrifice out, you got the water basins, you know, where the priests washed themselves, and you got the sacrifice, and then you go into the holy place, and then you go into the most holy place, right? Somebody tell me what was in the most holy place. The ark, not the boat. They're similar, you know. Both is the promise. What was in the holy place? The Ark of the Covenant. Now, here's a man that knows his biblical knowledge. The Ark of the Covenant was in the most holy place. Is that correct? All right. Let me ask you another question. Oh, Lord. Where did I get this? If a man and a woman was married... Lord, you told me if I be faithful, you'd never put me to shame and never let me get beat up. Okay, if a man and woman are married, and in the marriage, the man or the woman is gone a whole lot more than they are present in the marriage. Is that a good marriage? Uh, I thought that was Zachariah for a moment. Uh, well, but he, he walked in. You know, here it is. All right, we've been playing that God lives in this little box, you know. And so Zachariah walks in there. He's a priest, you know. And so he walks in there and and, you know, it's like in a room, uh, nobody never talks. God never talks to me. I just, I just come in here and offer this atonement, you know, once a year. And all at once, you know, this angel, you know, I hope it wasn't Ishmael, because Ishmael, I know the angel was hiding. So I don't, I don't know if, uh, if the angel did something to keep him from speaking or just the fear alone made him not talk until John the Baptist was born. I don't know, you know. So I, th I thought maybe you got touched. Uh, <clears throat> so you would think that's, that's, not, that's not really a marriage. True? Yes? All right. Don't read nothing there that I ain't read. I just... Sometimes I want to be like preachers that write their messages out. You have time to think about the results, you know. All right, so that's not much of a marriage. All right, now, being the biblical scholar that you are, you know that the Ark of the Covenant was in the most holy place. True? You think so? <laughs> Hey, we just having fun. We just having fun. We just, we just having fun. So you think so? Me, somebody by the name of Ishmael should know that. Is that true? 
The Ark of the Covenant was in the most holy place. Yes. Most of the time, the Ark of the Covenant is in that most holy place. Is that true? All right. That is not true. Do you know, in the most holy place, in the most holy place, see the scholars are coming out. Yeah, I hear them now. In the most holy place, that room was empty most of the time. When the first temple was built, right? Which had been 900 and something to 500 and something. When the first temple was built, the Ark of the Covenant was in the most holy place. You know, the, um, had the manna, the budding rod, the staff, the turbans, and the big turbans is in the most holy place. Right? So that was the first temple until Nebuchadnezzar come, you know, and tore the whole city down. Right? They built the second temple in around 500. And in the second temple, in the most holy place that we're always reading about and talking about, there's no evidence that there was ever an Ark of a Covenant because they could never find it. In the almost holy place. Where God dwelt was just a big empty room. So much so that the Roman general Pompey in 63 BC. He'd heard all this talk. About Israel's God and the temple. And how magnificent it was. And it has this most holy place and nobody can go in there. <laughs> You know, you become speechless and your wife becomes pregnant and all that, no matter how old they are, you know. So he heard all this. So when, 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 the, when the Romans conquered in Pompeii, he says, I'm going in there. So he mustered up his strength. Yes. It, it don't really tell us, but I'm sure he sent some guards in first. <laughs> So this Roman general goes in there and he goes in there and he, you know, he's like. And it's just one big empty room. He said, and he comes out. And this is recorded. He says, what's all the fuss? <laughs> what's all the fuss? Now, don't hear me wrong. We're not saying God is not awesome. But we have credited so much to that temple. And so much to the most holy place. Yes, for 300 years, it was in there. But from 500 to 70 AD, there was nothing in there. Hmm? If this wasn't a family church, I'd say, open your shirt and let's see if God really lives in your temple. <laughs> but let me just say it anyway. Does God live in the temple? Is it a big empty room? Now, don't feel bad if you don't know that. I, I mean, it shocked me too when, I, when, I, when the Lord started pointing that out. And when I, I check it out, it's true. There's no evidence that it was there. The Bible was a little quiet about it, but, but other writers and things and recordings said there's nothing in there. And it makes sense. Even to this day, they don't know where it's at. Some say Jeremiah hid it in the cave. Ethiopia says they have it. 
And some Jews say it's in a cave underneath the Dome of the Rock. The room's been empty. See, there comes a time when you have to get rid of your small God. That, that, that Sunday school God. Not saying it's not the same God. Maybe I'm just saying sometimes you've got to grow up. Or maybe sometimes I'm saying you just got to die to the little seedling that you are. To see what's next in life. To see what God has next. Not to be so afraid. Hello, you're dying where you are standing. You're dying where you are sitting. And even if, even if you have a... Even if you have a pistol on you this morning and a knife this long, you're not stopping death. And you're not stopping the fact that you're getting older. Huh? And I don't care how healthy. I understand health. I understand eating right. I understand not eating so much meat. I understand a lot of those things. And there's nothing wrong with it in that proportion. It don't matter how healthy you are. You passing away. Now, that's not to make you fearful or go home and write your benediction or your, what is it? Your eulogy. Yeah. <laughs> I want this at my funeral and I want, you don't even know if you're going to be at your funeral. <laughs> and I, I'm not saying that to pressure you about time I'm just saying you're not as safe as you think you are because what you got them burglar bars on your house for so nobody kills you hmm? Hmm? so when death come along you're going to spray some mace on him You probably got some mace mixed with the blood of Jesus, right? <laughs> Here you are. Here you are. You're watching. You're watching for death. Next thing you know, death pecking you on the corner. This is the thing about getting older. Think about this when you get older. When you get older, you're so afraid you're going to fall or faint. And that's why sometimes you go to crutches before you need them or walking sticks. You're so afraid you're going to fall or faint. But when you were young, you didn't fearful of falling and fainting. I admit, maybe you can't move as fast as you used to. But that fear is just you trying to save your life. And I find the more you try to save your life, the more you lose your life. Yes? Huh? I find, let's just say if we walk in this line right here. Now, if I say, walk the line, all right, I can do this, right? But if I say, if you fall off the line, if you step off the line, you know, you're going to lose $5,000. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. All right. And, and so the more fear you put with walking, the more fear you put with living, the more mistakes you make. And as I've quoted many times, Jesus says, if you try to save your life, you'll lose it. Let me do this right. Hmm? You're in a new relationship. Somebody's in a new relationship. You're in a new relationship. All right, I gonna get this one right. When have you ever got a relationship right? I'm talking to somebody. You're in a new relationship. Hmm. Yes, you better be of age. You're in a new relationship. I'm talking to somebody, you're in a new relationship, and you just had all these dramas with relationships. Yeah. Not all of it's your problem, but you do know that you, mm, you have your part in it. So you say, I'm going to do this relationship right. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. See, the more you put that fear to life, the more you're going to mess up. Because here's the thing about fear. Fear is law. Because fear says, if I'm not careful, I got to do this right. And I got to do, see, what part of law you don't understand that you fell back into? Now, I understand Jesus says, watch and pray. Well, what he means is trust him. Trust him. Trust his guidance. But the more you put pressure, fear, the more you keep this from happening, you're a seed of what is to come. Hmm? So how do you even know what you want tomorrow if you're only a seed today and you don't know what tomorrow is? See, here we are. We little seeds. We ain't even been planted yet. Seed, what you going to do when you get planted? Oh, me, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have this. I'm going to have this. I'm going to have this big car right around in. Your little peanut head and your, your dye hair, you know. <laughs> and then there's this other little peanut head of a person. He says, I'm a servant of God. Yeah, but what you going to be after you come up? I'm going to be a mighty man of God. You don't know what you're going to be. All those little peanuts, we're trying to figure out what kind of life we want. And we don't even know what we will look like. We don't even know what we look like. We don't know, we don't know what life's going to be like five years from now. We don't know if we'd be the same person. Hmm? You ever seen somebody five years later? You ever seen your schoolmates like five years, ten years later? Huh? They look like aliens. Yeah. Look like they come down and, I don't know, look like somebody put a vacuum cleaner in their mouth and sucked all their life out of them. They just shriveled up. Either that or somebody put an air pump in them and they blew up. You know, it's like. (laughs) 
Oh, God, I can't believe I thought you was beautiful. <laughs> I don't know. No. You don't know who you're going to be. You don't know what life's going to be. And then we're here, we're not even living life, and we're trying to figure out what heaven's going to be like. You can't do that. You've got to trust God in this life. Got to stop being afraid. You got to trust him in his life. You might say, well, well, what if I'm homeless? What if you like being homeless? Huh? I've seen some of these guys out here. I don't know. They don't look too sad. Hmm? Some, of them, some of them, boy, they scare me. They're out in the middle of a road fighting with a Toyota. I'm impressed. <laughs> I think, whoa! I would like to. It's, it's not like some of you don't watch movies and want to have secret powers. At least some of these homeless guys are practicing it, you know. <laughs> huh? And they're riding on the back of garbage trucks and everything. I mean, they just, anywhere they get a ride, they just jump on. And, huh? And you, you got homeless people. Trucks come by, all kinds of things. I think they had a video up a few months ago. One of these homeless guys, they just jump up on the back of the vehicle riding, you know. Huh? But before you get in a taxi, you write down the license plate. Are you a Christian? That is, they don't have a cross hanging on the rearview mirror or a picture of Shiva, you know, there in the, in the, in the in when I first come to Trinidad, you know, some of these Hindus, they had pictures of Shiva, different ones, uh, where the speed, where the speed thing is. And I say, I say, what's that? I said, should you have that there? I said, that's my God. I ain't worried about your God, but you can't see how fast you're going, you know. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> so, I mean, here you are. You got people who don't have homes. I mean, they're riding on back of trucks. But you, you're looking at everybody in the car. Ain't that right, Josanne? You're watching everybody. Where's Josanne at? Is that true, Josanne? You watch them. Boy, you, you look like a raper, you know. I don't. So, you know, some of you girls just, is that a raper or a riper? A uh, raper or a... <laughs> or a rapper. Is that a raper? Or... Oh, it's a rapper. <laughs> Get in. How you know the rapper and the raper? understand praying. Yes? And I understand getting down on your knees. Lord, is, is this the taxi you sent me? Everybody else in the car waiting for you to get up off the pavement, you know. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. 
some Christians come to church to be more fearful. Of course, it could have something to do with hundreds and hundreds of years of preachers saying, you're going to hell. You're going to burn. You're going to burn. And then you're going to burn some more. <laughs> and all those Christians, we've been refined by the fire, you know. <laughs> we scared to death. We think everything's an antichrist. Huh? Give me a shot in the arm. It's the mark of the beast. We had somebody go get vaccinated the other day, and they got high. I can't explain it. They got the shot in their arm. Everybody else saying, I feel him woozy. I'm sick at my stomach. This one says, I feel high. Uh, it reminds me a lot. It reminds me a lot back when, uh, back when uh, you, you know, you'd minister a lot with, with, with uh, you know, you minister a lot with fire and you're touching people, you know, and people say, oh. and so some people say, I'm going to faint. Other people say, I'm being slain in the Lord. And I've seen people in the prayer room, they start to feel, ooh, they think, I'm fainting. You ain't fainting. That's called lightness. That's called removing the burdens. It's amazing what fear makes out of everything. Listen, don't be afraid to live. Don't be afraid to face tomorrow. Face tomorrow. Because he lives. I can face tomorrow. All fear is gone. I'm talking to married people right now. <laughs> he holds the future. What does that mean to you when he says he holds the future? Huh? I didn't say God. I just was that. What does that mean to you? He holds the future. Huh? I didn't say God. I said he. I said he. Oh, no. No. God is my driver. Nobody else. <laughs> so why don't you try that next time you get in a taxi? Tell the driver to get in the back. Say, God's going to drive us. All right. Could you get God started a little bit and then we'll let God drive? You gotta trust God in life, you know. You have to trust Him in life. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. 
He holds the future. Mm -hmm. We fearful if we marry and we fearful if we don't. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, who is the person I was looking for a while ago? Yes, somebody you have a new relationship. You're fearful, but you ain't calling it fear. You say, you've been saying, I got to do this right. I got to do this right. I got to do this right. You know, I, I got I to gotta connect right. I got to talk right. I got I to do everything right. Uh, hmm? Hmm? Please, God, I got to do everything right. And then you, and you, was, and um, hmm? I see, I see, uh, I think maybe they gave you some kind of necklace, perhaps. So hopefully I'm talking about a female right now. They gave you some kind of necklace. <laughs> Who am I talking to? Mm -hmm. So there's somebody, right? And you, you've, been, you've, been, you've, been, you've been talking to yourself. Truthfully is, you're a little mental. I mean that in a nice way, you know. You're just talking to yourself about how you, I gotta do this this way, this way, this way, this way, this way, right? I don't know if you're in the sanctuary or somewhere in the atmosphere. And then there's someone else in here that, you have a boyfriend and your mama don't know about it. <laughs> I, I, I like that. Yeah. I think we need some deliverances because all at once I've seen all these mothers go. At least I got the teenagers to pray. Oh, God save me. <laughs> mm. All right. Obviously, I'm not going to, unless you're brave enough as that individual to say, I have a boyfriend. Um, you know, you, you really need to be careful with that relationship. It can get so out of hand. Yeah. You know, sometimes we die in people's arms and we never get planted in the ground. I die for you. And we never get planted because we died in the arms of some lover. No, we got to go in the ground. But somebody, you, you, that relationship, I don't, God has a word for you. Not only does God have a word for you, He has a gift for you. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us. Speak to us. Speak to us. Speak to us, Lord. So those two individuals, one's a teenager, I'm going to leave that up to you. You pray. 
But the other person, you could certainly identify yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The 5th of November, you have a birthday. That's you. The 5th of November, you have a birthday. Mm-hmm. Did you know God knew that? Amen. Mm-hmm. Are you married? Um, no, perfect. You're not married. I'm living with somebody, and the I, I can't quite hear you. Give me some volume. Turn your volume up and that volume up. No, you can't do that. They got to do it back there. Stand up if you don't mind. You say you're in a relationship. Sort of separated. It's separated. Hmm. Separate, still living in the same house. Still living in the same house. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. So you don't want that relationship? No. All right. Mm-hmm. The Lord says you have plans with your husband. What does that mean? Is that your husband? No. Problem. Somebody you live with, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, ain't no shame in this house. Amen. Amen. It says you have plans with your husband. What does that mean to you? The Lord says you have plans with your husband. And it's, you have these plans with your husband that you would like to see come to pass around your birthday. These things that you would like to see. Now, as far as I'm concerned, you know, if you live with somebody, that's your husband. It, it, may not be, it may not be blessed by a minister. It might not even be accepted by Trinidad. But as far as I'm concerned, legal, illegal is still husband, right? What does that mean to you? You don't know? So you ain't got no plans. What would you like to see happen around your birthday? To get my own apartment. Have your own place. Yes. So not that place, your own place. Yes. Sir. All right. Um, and you ain't got no other husband in mind. No. No. He says you've got plans with your husband. And I see the moving around. Mm-hmm. 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 But you would like to elope with a new husband. <laughs> uh-huh. 
la da ba sa Let me, let me just say this in general. This not just for you, it's for everybody. The worst thing a husband and wife can do is sit in the house and not talk to each other and just stay like that for years. That's two peanuts <laughs> with dyed hair, not planted. I don't know why I say peanuts, but anyway. You, you, you have to make a decision at some point. And the thing is, if, 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 a, if you're in a, a debate, and I'm not just talking to you, right? I'm talking to everybody. If you're in this debate and it's taking you years, well, I don't know if we want to be together. I don't know if we don't want to be together. Listen, before long, both of you are going to be dead together. <laughs> at some point, you have to pray, listen the best you can, make a decision. What you want to say? Prophet, we talk. We have, we have a good, really, friendship. Mm -hmm. We talk. We but you don't want to be together. No. And that's his view too, right? Yeah. But sometimes, it, sometimes it's, you have to let go. Sometimes it's the safety of that. Because hmm? I know my mother and father, they, broke, they separated, I don't know. My mother and father separated so many times I had to finish school before I could count. How many times they separated? <laughs> they even visit each other when they had other people. That's strange. Granted, there should be peace, but it's to let go. Are you ready to let go? If you're ready to let go, and he's ready to let go. Prophet, I left already. My heart left already. What does Jesus say about a heart and you know, possessions? A person's. I, I understand that. Maybe, maybe you left a husband, but maybe you didn't leave somebody else. Yes. Because maybe, you know, sometimes there's. There's, there's huggy husbands and sometimes there's emotional husbands. Everybody understand? Sometimes you got a huggy husband, you can't take your hands off of him. And sometimes you got one of these husbands. What was that? <laughs> Somebody to get up in the night, you know. Check the house out. So y'all talk and get along. Just don't want to be married. Huh? I thought the reason we got married because we could find somebody we could talk to and get along with. Interesting. You sure that's what you want? The prophet, you told me he would be my friend, so he's my friend. I, I told you what? He'll be my friend. He'll be your friend? Yes. Yeah, so Hmm? Oh, she wanted to shoot him. Uh -huh. She loved him too much to shoot him, you know. See, the Lord, 
has called your birthday and you've, you've got these plans. You, you would love to have this done by your birthday. You've said that, right? Yes. God says you've said that. And you had those plans with your husband. I, I didn't know to what detail, but I, I heard the Lord say that. You have these plans with your husband. So your plan is, is, is to move out. But you said, I said, that's your husband? No. 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 Oh. Uh-huh. A friend. Oh, a friend. We will remain friends. You should always remain friends. There's no reason to dislike somebody just because you can't hug. You know. um, so there's, there's, no, there's no other husband to elope with, right? Somebody's sniffing around. Is that? Oh! <laughs> huh? But, Prophet, you told me last week. Um, oh, I told you. Three will come. Three. Oh, that was you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. So, how many's come so far? One. One. All right. So, you got, you got two more. Uh huh. Well, you, you can't stop on the first one, you know. <laughs> Lord gets me in some situations. <laughs> but it's all good. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. But I rot it. Well, if that's what the Lord says, we're gonna we're gonna stick with that. Because the Lord is not wishy-washy like we are. So that means one come around, there's two more coming. Did I say the third one was it? Yes. That's I said the third one was yeah. it. All right. All right. Not the 2.5 one, but the third one. All right. So that's where we're going. We're going to stick with that. Ah, that means you got to find two men by November? <laughs> Mm-hmm. But you know, you you and your you and your husband, y'all y'all connected, you know. Yes, we do. Searched all over. How you going? How you know that after you go through these three, you ain't gonna say, hmm, "I think I like that one better." Ain't gonna happen. The hurt was too much. Say that again. The hurt was too much. The hurt was too much. Was. All right. So we'll stick with the third one. But the Lord says you need to take the pressure off your birthday. You need to take the pressure off your birthday. And you you have to pray. Because you and this husband are very strong in the spirit you know yes you know it you know people tell you things but what you see in the spirit is that's what it is and and that's not that's not saying that you discredit what somebody's saying but you what is inside and what is up here it can be two different is is 
so that 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 connection is there, and you really got to let go, you know. Because sometimes we hold on to people because they're a friend. We hold on to them because, you know, and and sometimes it's hard for us to let go because we're so afraid of what the second one and the third one might look like that we don't never make that journey, right? You're going to make that journey, but you, but you got to pray, Lord. Let me let go. Let me stop being so afraid. Let me quit looking at the time clock. Let me stop doing that. Let me live life. Because even, even when you get that perfect husband, because there's going to be days when, you know, he, he, he may go off to work or he may go see his family or different things like that, and you're just there by yourself. Hmm? So you can't make life around a husband. Because they come and go, or we come and go. But the Lord wants you to be independent. So he's going to give you a, a, a spectacular birthday. But it's not going to be the birthday you're thinking about, you know. It's going to be a birthday of, of, of freedom and laughter. I'll see if I can get you out of the house. No guarantees. But freedom and laughter, right? Thank you, Lord. Yes. All fear. How's that go? All fear is gone because I know who holds my future. Stop being afraid. What's that? Say it again. What? Hello. Did you rewrite that song? That's in there? My life is worth the living. Ha! Somebody take a deep breath. My life is worth the living. Ha! It's not a horror movie. My life is worth the living. Because he holds the future. All fear is gone. Amen. Amen. You're going to have a blessed birthday. Somebody over here, you know somebody by the name of Frank. 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 Who is that? Who? Huh? So many people know Frank? <laughs> Who knows Frank? I didn't even think it was a popular name in Trinidad. All right, let me find some more information. I got how many Franks? One, one, two. How many, how many Franks? Three, four, five, six. <laughs> Frank's a busy man. Well, let me be frank. I don't have time to give all of you a prophecy. <laughs> so let's see which Frank we're talking about. And if all of them knows this Frank, huh? Frank, Frank. Lord, they all know Frank. I know Frankincense. I know Frankenstein. 
Frank. Frank. The 11th of July. There's a Frank on the 11th, the 11th of July. Frank, 11th of July. I want that Frank. Mm. month, but my son at 11th of July. So you know Frank? Yes. And, and what about the 11th of July? 11th of July is my son's birthday, but Frank, that I know, is a July, but not the 11th. He's a July, but not the 11th. Not the 11th. All right, well, I'm not going to change the 11th, because that's what I heard. Once you, once you do that with God, then you... Then anybody can speak. Um, but that's your son's birthday. Yes. But Frank is born on July, but not July the 11th. July the 11th. And has Frank got anything to do with him? That's his grandfather. Oh, I said grandfather. All right. All right. Anybody else got 11th of... What did I say, 11th of July? That's correct. Anybody else got 11th of July? And Frank. Mm-hmm. All right, let me go with you then. Sometimes you catch fish in a net, but the Lord has a word for everybody. Mm-hmm. So that's his grandfather. And who is Frank to you? My father. That's your father? Yes. Oh, Frank is your father and his grandfather. And so does he act like your like your father? They like things to be a certain way. A certain way. That's him right there. Yes. Uh huh. And did Frank have did Frank have some kind of mark on his arm? Um, I'm not sure. You're not sure. You don't remember. Huh? I see in something with Frank. There's a connection between Frank and him, and there's something to do with the arm. There's something with the arm. Hmm. Hmm. What is that? There's a connection. Mm-hmm. So is Frank still alive? Yes. You get along with him? Yes, I do. All right. <clears throat> is his arm good? Do you know? Um, if he has a problem with his arm, he would not tell me. He wouldn't tell you? All right. Because I keep seeing something with the arm. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-
crank in his arm. Kisabaye. I see Frank trying to pick something up. It looked like he's trying to pick up his bucket. I see him trying to pick up his bucket, but his arm is, is hurting. But um, mm. what I know is that that side of my family have arthritis very bad. Aha. Aha. But he's not having no trouble with his arm. I'm not sure. Ask him if his arm hurts. Your your arm ever hurt you? No. You don't ever feel nothing in your arm, huh? You don't ever feel weak. Because sometimes, sometimes things pass on from one generation to another, especially from grandparents. <clears throat> but I kept saying, I kept seeing Frank, and it's like. I see him picking up. I saw him picking up a bucket. I see him picking up some other stuff, but it's like his, it's like his pain in this arm. It's like I see the pain. It's almost like it's a mark, but it's just the pain that's in his arm. <clears throat> so I'm gonna pray for Frank right now that his arm gets better. If you're in a good relationship with him, you can talk to him about it, right? I'm gonna pray that his arm gets better, right? But I want to know what the connection is with him. So, you like cricket? Yes. Huh? I love it. You love it. God said you love cricket. Do you ever feel like this? You ever feel like this? This. Something a little wrong with your arm? Maybe, I don't know. I guess it's swinging the bat. You ever feel like there's something with your arm? Not really. Not really. Mm -hmm. Are you good at cricket? Yes, I am. You are? All right. Mm -hmm. I can pray for your arm anyway. Because it seems like there's something coming from your grandfather to your arm. Yes? And I'm not saying this to make you fearful. Understand that right? Yes? yes All right. Um, so if there's something there, maybe, maybe you can't see it. But I, I see that connection between his arm and your arm. And you were asked him about his arm, right? And you tell him that the prophet called it out and said, your arm going to get to feeling better. What, what does he do? Um, Frank is a fixer guy. He fixes anything. Fix anything. Yeah. Right. Because I saw him picking up his bucket and I saw him picking up like some metal. Yeah, he builds stuff. He, um, he welds stuff. All yeah. right. So I saw him picking that up, right? All right. He welds stuff. And then, um, does he have cataracts in his he eyes? He has an eye problem. He has an eye problem. All right. I don't think it's cataract. I don't think so. There's but something he, in his eye. I don't, I don't know if it's a cataract or not. Um, he but, had Akai recently. A what? Akai from Weldon. Oh, from Weldon. Yeah. All right. Um, so, is, is your is your father a believer? Um, 
don't know. I don't think I don't, I wouldn't say so. He grew up in the faith, but all right. So you you can find this message on uh, Facebook, right? You just or YouTube. You can just show him the part, right? Arm hurts, eye, right? I I will take the arc thing, but it's like there's something in his eye, right? Which would be like that arc thing. I know what you're talking about. All right, the Lord is going to heal him of both, and that's going to help him to trust Jesus a little more. You ever pray for him? Um, not really. Not really. How come? You love your daddy? Yes, I love my daddy. We just talk, but we're close, but not to sit all that, that close. close. All right. All right. Mm. He's not one you can talk with real easy, right? Yeah, no. I have that fear, kind of fear. Stop being afraid of him. I'm since I'm small, I'm afraid. Huh? I'm since I'm small. Yeah, but it's going to stop right now. Right? Even, even, you know, this is the thing about fear. This is the thing about children and their parents. You know, I mean, sometimes parents are bad and sometimes children are fearful. But this is one thing about it. Usually when you get older, you get just a little bit nicer sometimes. Yeah. All fear. Ooh, what's that song? Sing, sing, sing. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So, you just show him this little thing. We're going to get him back in track with God, right? His arm, his eye, it's just going to get better, just like that. So quick that he's going to have to say the word was true, right? What the prophet said, right? All right. This young man here, his arm. You're never going to have no problem with your arm. Yes? Now, you say your arm's fine. I'm, I'm not going to doubt that. But I do see that connection. You're not going to have any problem with that arm. Right? And so you're a good cricket player. What else you want to do? Or that's what you want to do with your life? Um, cooking. You like cooking? Yes, I do. Uh-huh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Cricket and cooking. Mm-hmm. You know you can make money with both of them, right? Yes, I do. You don't have to just you do it for liming purposes. You can make money with both, right? All right. Let's make some money. If we're going to do it, let's do something, make some money at it. Mm-hmm. So you think his personality is a little bit like your father. All right. All right. Some of that may be good, some of that not so good. Say no more. Um, in the name of Jesus. May you find who you truly are in Christ. Amen. Amen. You, you ever find you get upset easy? Yes. Uh, see, you're an honest man. Right? You're honest. See? So when you realize that something don't taste good, then you don't put it in the pot. Right? So. Uh-huh. So, you know... It's wonderful you can see that about yourself. And I'm going to pray that everybody around you have peace. Because you, you don't want to do that, right? You, you want to change, right? So everybody's going to have.
They're going to give you a little patience, and you're going to find out how not to do that because that's coming from your grandfather. And we go, ooh, I, I don't know. Man, they need to tell grandfather that. Maybe you just need to tell grandfather what the prophet said. Don't show him the video. Yes. Um, so a lot of that comes from there. Because sometimes you don't know why you like that, right? See, that means it, if you don't know why you like that, that it means it comes from somewhere else, right? And we're not saying that, that your grandfather was a bad person. We're just saying maybe there was a spirit with him and that spirit came to you, right? We follow? Yeah. Um, and who, who are you? you? You related to him? Yeah, his friend. Huh? No. Oh, they're just friends. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Boyfriend, girlfriend? No. Oh. All right. They're just friends. All right. All right. Um, so so you, you know you're like that and you want to change. Jesus is going to help you change, right? Now, with that arm, do you ever feel like cuffing something, hitting something? Not really. Huh? Not really? Not an object but a person. Huh? Not an object but a person. You feel like hitting a person? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's what I see in that hand. That's the pain I'm talking about. It gets there. And you don't want to ever do that because once you start, it becomes easy. And if you have started, you want to stop it because one day you won't have no control over it. Yes. Policeman come up behind you and you're going to cuff him. And they're going to lock you up. <laughs> yes. Right now, you're young enough. I wouldn't be talking to you if it wasn't hope. You can change. You don't want that in your life, right? Listen. You've got to give people freedom not to like you. And you've got to give people freedom to do things different than the way you want to do it. Right? So some things in life you've got control over. Some things you don't. You're still young. So you've got to respect your mother. Yes. God loves you, you know. And if you will listen to me, You'll be very successful. And you'll never have no empty pockets. Hmm? Yes. The Lord will walk with you. And he'll bless you in whatever direction you go. But I see that you won't ever have no empty pockets. Yes. I mean, you could even go in the direction of cricket. I don't know. You, you may go another direction. That ain't what you want to do. What you want to do? You're a professional chef. That's what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Why not own the whole restaurant? Yeah. Hey, hey. Then you don't have to listen to the boss. <laughs> and we know we do, you don't like bosses, right? Um, <laughs> you trust God. Let him come into your life. Get rid of this, this, this anger and this, this thing where you want to cough. And, yes, you do that. Lord be with you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. All right. Did we ever find the, uh, the, the well, I didn't think we were going to find the teenager. <clears throat> the new relationship, we didn't find that. wonder who that teenager is over here. Is she over here? Mm. Mm. Uh. 
us new relationship over. Mm-hmm. Wonder where a teenager is. Mm-hmm. Have you paid your tithes for the week? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, all right, last one. Oh, that's you. I didn't know it was me. You, you got a necklace? Yeah, my first Christmas in ministry, I was given a kind of accessory necklace and earrings. Uh-huh. From, not yeah. from him? Yeah. Not that? No, it wasn't this. Oh. It was another. How long ago has this been going on? I forget prophet. I didn't know, but I just saw a vision. Of the I gotta get me some like poor creatures with eyes all around. <laughs> Go ahead, I'll listen. Yeah, and well, you know, if you know, I just talked to myself from plenty, but I didn't know I was talking about God, about nothing about that. I don't know. I don't know that. If you're the one, that, what, what was the prophecy? That you're fearful and you're trying to do everything right. Oh, um, to, to make. Because you've had histories of. Of having attitude problems and. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you're really trying, trying to do to everything just right. Not have my. Proper English. Blow know. ups and my. No training you know? dad. Just proper English. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go act up and. Yeah. All right, I will take you. But he gave you a necklace how long ago? I will. My first Christmas in. I was about three, so who is, who is that? Who is that went to the well and found that woman and put, put a nose ring in her? Huh? Uh-huh. There was somebody else too, wasn't there? At the well? You got watching wells. You're getting a lot of trouble in wells, you know. That woman at the well, she probably found all them husbands out there at the well. You know. <laughs> somebody, somebody, but that's the one that, now somebody went and put a nose ring in. But he gave you a necklace yeah. at the well. And you were? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I forget that prophet. How come you ain't sitting with him today? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that means your husband, you know. Your husband to be. I didn't know I'm frightened. You know, I feel frightened now. <laughs> so maybe the Lord exposed it. Amen. Listen, I've learned this about Jesus. You know, sometimes we do the same thing when we get saved. I'm going to be a Christian. Listen, worst thing you can do is try to be good. You know what good is. Do it the best you can. But you've got to give God time to show you the things in your life. That's like that young man. And see, he's honest about that, about the anger inside. You know, he, he's honest about that, about the way he feels. And see, Jesus loves you just as you are. Amen. And that's the thing about salvation. He loves you just as you are. He cleans you up. That don't mean you can't get dirty again, you know. He cleans you up. But if you invite him in, he'll teach you how to get rid of the anger. He'll teach you how to get rid of these other things, right? And then see, next thing you're going to do, you're going to assume that all the problems is you. See, you can't do that. You can't do that. You just got to trust God. God is good. Yes? God didn't give you 
a relationship at this time in your life because you become a good person. It's because God is good. It's always because God is good. It's not because we're good. It's because God is good. God is good to us. He loved us before we loved him. And that just goes on and on and on and on forever. How are you ever going to beat that? You can't beat that. God loves you before you love him. The question is, do we respond to his love? That's what life's all about. See, we want to do things so God will love us. But that's anti-biblical. Because God loved us before we loved him. That means forever. So what we do is we try to do things so God will love us. But the way it works is God loves you. And so it's up to you to respond. God blesses you. So it's up to you to respond to that. And once we learn to do that, listen, the Lord's going to work it all out. But you trying to fix yourself, that's like trying to operate on yourself. You can't do it. You've got to trust God. Sit. Sit thou woman. <laughs> Ain't that better than social distancing? I was sitting there with your mask on. It looks so cute. All, all fear is gone. No, it's the future. Life is worth the living just because he lives. Because he lives. <laughs> These women look like, they look like they've seen a demon, you know. <laughs> because. <laughs> now this is, the, this is the truth, 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 this is the truth. If you can't trust this person, then you don't really trust God. Because if you trust God, you trust God in people. And if God has said, this is your husband, then you must trust that God made a good decision. Because hmm? if you can't trust God in people, I don't mean with every aspect in your life, but you must learn to trust people. Yes, you must learn to trust people. They don't know them, don't give them your car keys, but you know, you, you trust people too. <laughs> you got to trust them at some place, right? So, so when we sing this song in it, and I start pointing to he, and it's like, <laughs> no, Jesus only. Huh? No. See, every night I sleep with this woman. Sometimes I turn my back to her. If I don't trust her, let's <laughs> trust God. This week, may all fear be gone. And if it comes around you, remember, if it's your time to die, you're dead anyway. Yeah. All you can do is die bad. Yeah. Die begging and then they shoot you anyway. Yeah, if it's your time to dead, you're dead. 
If I live, I live unto the Lord. If I die, I die unto the Lord. But listen, better things are coming in your life. You must believe that. So when fear comes around, remember that song. Remember the Lord. Remember this message. Because he lives, I can face whatever I got to face this week. If I got a doctor appointment, I can face it. But watch God get the victory over it. Amen. I'm talking to somebody. You got a doctor's appointment this week. God's going to get the victory over it. Yes, I love it when God makes doctors look stupid. When they tell you last week, <clears throat> you're going to die. It's right here on the x-ray. This week, they do an x-ray. Well, I don't know. Secretary must have gave me the wrong x-ray. I, I, I love it when they, they, they you know, they, they, can't, they, can't, they ain't got nothing they can say. All fear is gone. 